listening to From the Friars podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, headquartered in the Bronx, New York City. It is such a joy to see all of you here today. Welcome, sincerely welcome to all of you. So nice to see you here on this day, perhaps the greatest day of the year, my favorite day. Um, I greet you with the greeting that St. Francis would always begin his preaching. May the Lord give you peace. May the Lord give you peace. And today of all days is a most appropriate day to start with that greeting because today we remember and celebrate the birth of the Prince of Peace. The King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, Jesus our Savior was born. And it is beautiful. What a gift. Um, so praise God. So happy to see you all. Especially we want to thank our, our beautiful cantor, Jamie, for the beautiful singing. And when we now have Michael on the keyboards, welcome. So happy to have you here. It's always beautiful to pray and worship here at Our Lady Shrine, but it's just getting a little more beautiful every day. <laughs> so thank you. And you know, brothers and sisters, St. Francis, so you know I'm a Franciscan friar, right? Myself and my stunt double here, Brother Pius, Okay. <laughs> Um, we're Franciscans, so we love St. Francis, so you're getting a Franciscan homily today, okay? This is how it is, okay. Um, St. Francis is the one who began this idea of making a Christmas crash, a little nativity scene. So way back in the 1200s, in a little town in Italy called Greccio, somebody have a little, is that a phone or a hearing aid or, okay, <laughs> in a little town called Greccio, he had the idea of creating the nativity. It was outside. They even had real animals and they had a, an altar they set up for mass. St. Francis was a deacon, not a priest. So he was there preaching as a deacon. And um, they, they tell us that whenever he would say the babe of Bethlehem, he would make little lamb sounds. So the babe of Bethlehem. <laughs> How funny is that, huh? And it was this beautiful thing that just stirred the hearts of the people and, and, and it just spread. So even now to this day in our homes, in our churches, we have the tradition of setting up the, the nativity set with all of the, the stable and the animals and the shepherds and the angels and the three wise men, all of that. It's just so beautiful. And um, it's interesting that even um, it, during the mass, at one point, the statue of the little baby Jesus came to life in St. Francis's arms. It was a miracle. And when the mass was over, people would take the, the straw from the, the nativity. And if they had sick animals at home, they fed them the straw. They were miraculously cured. So great was that day. And, uh, and so I call that to mind this day on Christmas. Here we are, and it's beautiful. And so I have a few stories I want to tell you. I'll never forget the first time I had the honor and privilege of traveling outside of my country. So I grew up here in the United States and uh, growing up, we never really went hardly anywhere. But when I was in college, my university had a study abroad program. And so I had an opportunity to do a semester in Austria. Austria is a country there in, in Europe. And so I'll never forget being there in Austria. And the semester that I was there was the time for Advent and Christmas. You know, the season of Advent, which has just ended when we think about all of those prophecies of the Old Testament that predicted that God was going to send a Messiah, a Savior, and Jesus fulfilled all of those prophecies when he came as the Christ, as the Savior. 
And so I'm there in Austria, and um, I'll never forget going into the churches to pray. And in the churches there, they had the little nativity set up like we have here. But the little shepherds and the little statues had traditional Austrian clothing on. And I remember being like, that is so different from what I saw back home in the United States. Like, what is happening here? It's like, um, did they think that 2,000 years ago in the state of Israel that the shepherds were wearing lederhosen? <laughs> like, you know, the tradition Austrian, you know, with the lederhosen and the yodeling, yodeling, you know, like, it was just like, what am I looking at here? It really cracked me up. But you know what it was? And now I come to understand and now, because we have an internet, you can check this out, that so many different countries have a tradition of adding something of their own culture to the nativity set. And it's almost as if to say that Jesus is born for us. Yes, he was born 2,000 years ago in a land far, far away, but also he is born for us. You see the, the images of these nativities from around the world and all, it's just so moving to note, like it's the church's way of saying that Jesus is born today for us. And it, it really is something moving and beautiful. So I'll never forget for uh, many, many years before Brother Pius and I came here to serve at Our Lady Shrine, um, I was living and serving in New York City. So for 26 years, I spent serving at the Friars in Harlem and in the South Bronx, where we have homeless shelters and soup kitchens, serving the poor. And in one of our friaries, we have a youth center in the South Bronx. And for uh, many years, I helped there and helped serve. And I'll never forget one of the years in, um, in our program. These are all the kids who are growing up in the projects and in a kind of a tough neighborhood. In uh, one of those years, there was a young man who's just a really good kid. He just, when you met him, you knew there's something different about this kid. There was like a light in him. He was just such a good kid. And that year, he actually became Catholic and was baptized at the Easter vigil, you know, which is really just a, a great gift. And so we were going to do a Christmas play with the kids. And we were going to invite all of the people in the neighborhood and all the families. And we were going to do the um, Christmas Carol by Dickens. Do you know that story? It's kind of a famous Christmas story. There's a stingy, uh, wealthy old man named Scrooge. He doesn't like Christmas. And what does he always say to people? Bah humbug, you know? And he, had, he, he was, you know, just kind of a negative person. And then he gets visited by the ghost of Christmas past, the ghost of Christmas present, and the ghost of Christmas future. And he has this big conversion of heart. So we did this play, but we told the kids, we want you to make this your own. What would it be like if Jesus was being born in the South Bronx today? And so we worked with them and we kind of adapted the script and it was really funny and entertaining, <laughs> you know, you can imagine, but also very kind of moving and heartwarming that we had this play and um, this young man who was so good he played Scrooge, the main character. And so the place was packed with people. You, you know, just, it was so chaotic and beautiful. There were just so many people everywhere. And we had this play and, and we were going through it and the whole story. Well, the very climax of the story, the very, like, the most beautiful part, Scrooge 
has had a conversion of heart, you know, and he's sorry for being so negative and stingy. And, and um, so what he does is he goes to the apartment of this very poor family and he's coming there to tell them that I'm so sorry for being mean. And I've had this conversion of heart. We come to the scene and here's this young man and he comes into the apartment and he has this beautiful speech all about this, this beautiful thing God has done where he's now had a change of heart. And at the greatest moment to prove that he's had a change of heart, he says, and now I've come to bring you all these presents. And, it, and the idea was that he was using all of his money to buy presents for these people as an expression of his love for them. But then we look around and there were no presents. <laughs> the presents went missing. You know, we had all these props, these big gifts with bows and reps, and they, in the chaos of it all, they went missing. Like nobody knew where they were. And we were like, where are the presents? They were gone. You know, it was like, oh no, like this great moment. And there's, and he says this line, I've come to bring you all these presents. And um, in, in that moment, what do you call it when an actor goes off the script? He improved, he ad-libbed with, you know, in that moment, he sees there's no gifts and he just says, well, it looks like somebody stole all the presents, <laughs> which is something that does happen in the South Bronx. And, he, and, and then out of his heart, he just says, but it's okay because Christmas isn't about presents. It's about Jesus and his birth. Merry Christmas. And I started to cry. It was so beautiful that he ad-libbed this line. And it was like, it, we couldn't have done it better, you know? And um, so, brothers and sisters, here's the thing. God, God didn't want to give us presents. God didn't want to give us something. God wanted to give us someone. He gives us himself. Jesus comes to give us himself. The best present possible that we can have a relationship with him. We can know his love, his mercy, his forgiveness in our lives. You can't buy that at any store <laughs> or you can't click on any website to have, you know. And, and here's the thing though. It's not that Jesus just came 2000 years ago in the little town of Bethlehem. Do you know the name Bethlehem means house of bread? And when he was born, Mother, Ma Mother Mary put him in a manger. A manger is a feeding trough. That's where you put the food for the animals. Brothers and sisters, all along, Christmas has been about the Holy Eucharist. The bread of life, Jesus and Holy Communion are food. And not 2,000 years ago and not in a land far, far away. Today, in this place, in Asbury, New Jersey, Jesus is going to give himself to us again. You come forward for his practicing Catholics. We come to the altar and the Holy Eucharist, the host, the bread of life, not a metaphor, not a symbol, truly Jesus, body, blood, soul, and divinity in the sacrament. He gives himself to us, to us today, now, when we go to church and we worship. How beautiful is that? You know, to be to allow our hearts to be moved in gratitude and thanksgiving that God loves us this much. And at the liturgy of the church, 
makes present again the saving mystery of his birth, of his death, of his resurrection. Brothers and sisters, Merry Christmas. Feliz Navidad. Christ is born. Glorify him. Amen. been listening to from the friars podcast the community of franciscan friars the renewal please visit us at franciscanfriars.com or on social media cfr underscore franciscans mm-hmm.